I recall Central Park in fall. How you tore your dress. What a mess. I confess, that's not all. Say Ferris. Say Ferris. Say Ferris Bueller. What? Ferris Bueller. They say he's like on the verge of death or something. Oh, I heard he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows his kid who's going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out of 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Well, a group of us are collecting money to buy Ferris Bueller a new kidney, and they run about 50 G's or so. So if you wouldn't mind helping out... Go piss up a flag. I'm sorry? You should be. What if you need a favor from Ferris Bueller someday? Then where will you be, huh? You heartless wench! If you'd like to help us save Ferris... Join us at Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, only from DuelingGenre.com. Oh, he's very popular, Red. The Sportos and Motorheads, Geek Sluts, Bloods, Waste Toys, Dweebies, Dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Dueling Genre Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Clerks, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkash. And today we are covering Minute 45 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest hockey night in Canada minute ever. And we are joined one final day by Greg Wyshynski from Puck Soup. Yes, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here being that uh, the game that we see in this minute is literally played inside of a bowl of, of what could be soup. It is the smallest... <laughs> Most compact and claustrophobic hockey game in the history of hockey. Hey, yeah, uh, well, we're going to get into that, but I'm going to quickly say we're minute 45. This starts with hockey action and ends with a beardless Scott Mosier. <laughs> uh, but very strange beardless Scott Mosier. So I played. Uh, I played a lot of street hockey, as I'm sure I'm sure you did. I played in some places that were a little bigger and some places that were a little smaller. I the smallest I've ever played any form of hockey, and it was only with three people, was on somebody's back porch. You're not really playing hockey as much as just shooting it back and forth to each other, but that still looks like the same size that they're playing in with six people. That, yeah, that's about right. I was I was going to say, like, if you had played in smaller places uh, than what we see in Clerks, I can only assume that you're Ant-Man. Uh, yeah, or, but, or they but just said, you're in a mosh pit with a hockey stick at that point. Right. No, but no, that makes sense. Back, a back porch, like a, like a, like a patio type deal. Would, would be around this this size of this thing. Uh, it is it is claustrophobic as all hell. It is uh, uh, you know if if you took a foosball table and then made all the players uh, basically back to back as you spun them, that's about what it looked like on this on this hockey game. It doesn't look enjoyable at all, but I guess you know the novelty of it would be good enough, right? You're on a roof, right? All right. I, yeah, I have a. I got a list of complaints about their game here. Uh, complaint number one. This was a quote unquote scheduled game. What kind of game do you schedule where you have six people show up? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was very important too. Like Don, uh, oh, Dante uh, didn't stop talking about it all he's day. He's been talking about it all day like he had tickets to an actual game. Yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, where you show up and there's five or six people there. That's not a game. That's, uh, we're shooting it around. Uh, a game is at least, I'm not saying you gotta have, you know, a full group of people there, but I'd say, Minimum three on three and either a steady goalie or shooting at trash cans. God knows we've done that enough. But that was my other issue with this is you have six people and two goalies. Two goalies. Uh, yeah. No, no. no not at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're, you're playing, you're playing, you know, 
three on three, you know, somebody's hanging back to maybe guard the, the goal. It's not going to be two goalies unless you've got two friends that are just like the most goalie obsessive pricks in the world and they refuse to play with you unless they can be the goalie, which, which is, is plausible. Yeah, which, yeah, and like having said that, that is totally possible. Like, no, I only play goalie. No, no, that's I am the goalie and that's it. And you just hoped in your group of friends you only had one of them like that. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because I really want to play like two on two basically and with a goalie. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, so that was my one. And I also, that was my thing, either have no goalie or we used to occasionally, if we again, if we only had three, four or five people, you just have the equivalent of a steady goalie. We had the same rules as take it back. You're now in control of the ball. Shoot at the same guy. He has no vested interest. He doesn't care. Right. He's just playing goalie. He just wants to be the goalie. That'll make more sense in the small little space they have. That's all he cares about. It's just he wants to be the goalie. He doesn't. He doesn't care about anything else. That's fine. That's yeah. absolutely fine. It's like it's like if you play wiffle ball and there's one guy who's like, I know how to uh, make it, uh, you know, bend and sink and stuff. I just want to pitch. Like, go ahead, buddy. We'll all take our hacks. Yeah, or I mean, like if you play pickup football, where a guy a guy might be steady quarterback, he might do it for just one team, or he might do it for both teams. Right. Because again, it's a pickup hockey game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'll admit, I was disappointed at the. If you're gonna have a pickup hockey game in a movie, there's one scene that's absolutely missing. If they're gonna pick teams, how do you gotta pick teams? I mean, you gotta throw the sticks. Gotta throw the sticks. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. That that is. I mean, uh, uh, but again, like you're talking about. It's just two sticks, though. It's like, and we're done. But you're talking about, like, you know, missing scenes. I mean, as we spoke about in a previous minute, I'm less concerned about the how do they uh, pick the teams scene than I am the how the fuck did they get on the roof with their blades already on scene. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Speaking of missing scenes, during this, uh, this, before this game starts, there's supposed to be a drug deal that goes on, too. Um, Jay and Tyler Bob deal to a player. Um, the player drops money over the ledge, and Jay throws up a dime bag, and that's what's supposed to happen somewhere in the middle of this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's already not much happening in this game. I don't think we need a, a drug deal going on, too. <laughs> Although I, I do, mean, li- I do like the idea of them uh, almost being like, it's, it's almost like a parody of having a vendor at a game. Yeah, you know, like you're, it's like you're buying cotton candy because you're buying weed. Yeah, well, yeah. it would have been better if they had a, you know, do you ever have somebody, they make you pass it down the line? You have somebody, hey, can you pass my weed down to me, please? Yeah, every fucking hot dog I've ever bought at a baseball game is that nonsense. And, and nothing creeps me out more than, than that very thing. An open an open faced sandwich, uh, yeah, and a hot dog is yeah. a sandwich, uh, so having that, everybody, uh, uh, you know, glance down and, and potentially have boogers and nose hair dropping down about <laughs> oh, a hot no, dog. No, no, thanks. See, no, if it's a hot dog and it's wrapped, I go throw it. <laughs> You and also her- just showed one of your other pet peeves when you said, and a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, oh. oh. Yeah, we heard that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we caught that. Oh, you heard the truth? <laughs> I gotta admit, that's one of those uh, those things that I hear people get heated about that I have absolutely no dog in that fight at all. <laughs> no, me neither. I, I, only, I only have a dog in it because like, it just seems so obvious to me that through the definition of what a sandwich is, it's going to be a sandwich. And and it's, like, it's one of those like internet arguments you get into where you see something completely logical and fact based, but at the end of the day, it's just fucking nonsense. Uh, and then, and then when you get done with it, you're just like, "Oh, I just like literally pissed in the wind for two hours about whether a hot dog is a sandwich." Well, I mean, and if you're on the internet, and specifically if you're on Facebook or Twitter, you're basically doing that anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not, you're obviously not going to sway anybody with facts and graphs. No one cares, so it doesn't matter. You can have all the evidence to bring to bear. Right. Right. 
And then especially you specifically dealing with a lot of sports fans, you have the extra layer of insanity on top of it. (laughs) Where like you can preach to somebody who has loyalty to a team or a sport all you want and you're never going to break through. The specific uh, I would use is uh, a hockey team has a goon on their team. He's a scumbag. Everybody hates him in the league. Everybody on that team loves him. Right. Right until he gets traded. And then he's a piece of garbage. Now, I can't speak to the gets traded part because, like, he obviously – he got traded after he basically retired. But that was the thing with, with Chris Pronger with the Flyers. It was like, uh, you know, I'm, I was at the draft when he got traded to the Flyers – and I was talking to some people, and I'm like, don't you hate this guy? Like, isn't he, like, the biggest cheap shot scumbag in the league? And everybody I talked to is like, yeah, save for the fact that when he's on your team, he does all the shit that you then don't have to do. And he'll also kind of watch out for you, too. And I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. Like, you, it's no longer your responsibility to jab your stick in some guy's nuts uh, during the game. This guy will do it for you. It makes total sense. Yeah. And the guy is like the size of two people stacked on top of each other. So he's going to be all right when he does it. And he's not going to get his face punched in like you might. Precisely. Speaking of that, on this roof, don't you think if you got checked, you'd kind of fly off the side of it? It, do, <laughs> like, it, does, it doesn't look safe to me. It does seem moderately dangerous, which was my, uh, I think it was my third note that I had of, listen, I realize everybody wants to play with their rollerblades on, but I think we should have just played with our shoes on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> exactly. There is a guy that comes up and just uses his shoes uh, in a later minute, though. Yeah. And, 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 and like we talked about before, you know, like, uh, as much as we didn't see the selection of teams part of it, we also didn't see anybody kind of, like, clap back on the idea of having to play on a roof that's, like, six by six versus actually playing a game someplace. Yeah, all all, all playing in the park. Yeah, all, all to basically, you know, as a caveat to these two guys who couldn't get their schedule straight. Yeah, I guess it was either play there or not play at all. I guess they are two choices. Now, yeah, I, I suppose so. Uh, I will get into it next more mi- in the next minute, like Chris was saying about wearing the shoes. I mean, the goalies are on shoes, but when we used to play, like you couldn't intermix feet and blades uh, right. for two reasons. If you were playing a lot of our games, we played we had a tennis court we played at, which was fun for two reasons. One because it had like you know ten foot fences around it, right? Which were they were. I mean, if you've never been checked full speed into an uh you know a chain link fence you haven't lived <laughs> but the poles were still there for the nets so those were also charming to run into at full speed like <laughs> a pole that's cemented into the ground <laughs> that you don't see as you're running right but if you were skating and somebody was on their feet and they ran into you you were going away yeah without question and also on a tennis court you could uh, also attempt and complete passes, which I don't think anybody in this game could possibly do. Oh given, God, no! Given the space, I, I want—I do want to talk about the goalie because it gets us back to my favorite topic about these minutes, which is the jerseys that we're seeing. I, I'll tell you, man. Again, like this movie comes out in '94, uh, basically shot in '93. A Tampa Bay Lightning jersey in this game. It's very interesting because the Lightning came into the league in 92-93. So without question, there is going to maybe be somebody in your hockey circle who needs to get all the new shit, be the first kid on the block to own the, the Tampa jersey, and that's why we see it in the game. Otherwise, I mean, the team's dog shit at this point, but the idea that someone's going to get a Lightning jersey I think is plausible. And here's how I'm going to back up your story. Uh, we're going to find out if my friend's listening to this podcast or not. Ha! My friend Brian, same time frame. Became a San Jose Sharks uh, fan. Right. Because they came into the league. He adopted them. He's still with them today. And 
I'm going to be honest with you, he backed the wrong horse there because it has not worked out for him yet. But he had all the shark stuff, and he's been with him ever since. But the same thing, it was just like out of nowhere one day. I was like, what? You like the sharks? What the hell happened? Yeah, especially because like the – and and the shark jersey was unique because it was teal. You're like, wow, this is really cool. And that was like the first NHL expansion team in forever. And the lightning jersey was badass because it was a black jersey. And at the time, there was – it was kind of a novelty to have a team with a black jersey. During the 90s – Everybody from the Flyers to the Dallas Stars had one, uh, but the uh, but to have that have one at that point was kind of a novelty. And also, to have for some reason two hockey teams in Florida, right? I thought that was going to be a An wonderful absolute, idea, absolute novelty, right? I don't know. I went I went and saw a game in Carolina one time. It was a slightly different experience from what I had experienced in the Northeast. It's like, why is nobody here? Why is nobody? Why does nobody care? It, it is, but at the same time, like I've also been down to Carolina for games that were a bit more uh, better attended, say like on the weekend. And uh, you know, there there are a bunch of people that do tailgating, right? Like they've got barbecue and they've got like a, a big table in the middle of the tent with a bunch of like hard liquor. So I can't. Well, you're good. Yeah, you're good if you can get the college kids out there. Then you're yeah. In then you're in business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think we did. We hit all the jerseys because I, I believe there's two Devils jerseys out there. Two Devils jerseys. Uh, the the Russian jersey, the Lightning jersey, uh, Penguins. A, 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 oh, the Penguins. What looked like maybe just like a junior varsity like warm-up say, jersey. One, trying to see if the one guy had like a football jersey on. Yeah, like a football jersey. But as we said in the previous minute, not nary a Rangers or Flyers jersey for a game that's taken place in uh in, in, in central to south jersey, which I think is is not necessarily indicative of what you would have normally found in a game like that. No, it would have definitely been wearing some sort of jersey and more than likely a jersey the person has had for so long that the player is no longer on the team. Right. <laughs> It's like as I wore my Mark Recchi jersey for like 15 years. And yeah, he's like not even in the league anymore. I'm like, yeah. yeah so what? There you know definitely how much would, jersey cost. <laughs> there definitely would have been a Rangers fan rocking a Kelly Kissio jersey or some shit. <laughs> uh, hey Jeff, believe it or not, I own a hockey jersey. Oh. oh, hold on. Is it a real player or is it a hockey jersey for like? Is it a John Cena jersey? It's a Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close though. That's oh, I was in there. I was in the right. A couple more guesses. I would have got that one. You probably would have got that one. <laughs> it's it. It's a, the Y2J jerseys, like one of those. It is the Y2J yeah. jersey where he's standing there with the shadow in the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's still got the WWF tag. Well, there you go. See, you could go on eBay, sell that thing. Uh, I don't, don't think I have a photo. Uh, why about would it. you? Though? Why would you? <laughs> oh, uh, now rewatching the minute here. I'll give you another. Uh, just a pet peeve of mine is you see them come in. It's uh, I don't know which guy it is. One of the guys in the Devil's jersey comes in. And he scores on Randall, who is holding the stick like a regular player and not like a goalie. And it's irritating every time I see it because, I mean, I know Chris is unaware of this, but that's not how you would hold the goalie stick. Are you kidding? I looked at him and said, that's not how you hold a goalie stick. I'm trying to watch the other guy to see if he's doing it. Now, he's holding I didn't really it like, say that. <laughs> he's holding it like he's getting ready to clear it out like he thinks he's Ron Hextall, like he's going to shoot it down to the, you know, all the way to the length of the other side of the roof eight feet away. I was going to say he's <laughs> it's going to have some goalie on goalie uh, action. Yeah, it it just bothers me. It's one of those. It's like watching a game. If you ever watch like a baseball movie and you see somebody throw it, and you're like, oh god, you've never thrown a baseball. In your life. <laughs> right, exactly. And, Which, and, like, and then there's some like creative editing to make it look like they're actually good at the sport. Yeah, there's there's some bad ones. Like you watch and you're like, oh dear god, like you've never thrown a ball in your life. And then you watch if you ever watch Major League and you watch Charlie Sheen pitch. You're like, oh, well, he knows how to pitch. 
like he looks like a real pitcher throwing the ball. Right. Like, oh, he A is probably an athlete and B somebody taught him how to throw it. And then you see like the other guys throwing the ball. Same thing. They they bring the ball back for the throw and then it cuts to the other side of the field <laughs> throw to somebody. He's also got a cool haircut. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he's, oh, his little zigzag he's got going on. <laughs> yeah, his zigzags. Uh, and, oh, straying even further away over to A League of Their Own, which uh, make sure you listen to A League of Their Own Minute, which is coming up soon. Uh, There's no crying in yeah, baseball. The rumor was that uh, Rosie O'Donnell was hired to play third base because she was the only actress in Hollywood that could throw from third to first. Wow. Well, that's the way to get a job. I believe it. Yeah. All right, did we get through this whole minute? <laughs> which is mostly just people randomly going around in circles on the roof. There's not... Well, we didn't talk. We didn't talk about the guy who was leaning on the front door and then climbs oh, the yes, ladder. Uh, Lumberjack it. Scott Moser. I forgot about him. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think he might be in the credits as annoyed customer or something like that. I don't know. It's another one of those Kevin descriptions. Yeah, they cut away for like ten seconds, I guess, so they can have less footage, so you don't see how bad the foot. I mean, he does his best with the footage on the roof, but there is no room up there. Uh-uh. Like no. they try to cut away and they try to do stuff, but there's just not much happening. Exactly. I would like to see that scene without the music. I wonder what it looks like. Because the music's really trying to carry it. Yeah, the, mu- the music creates a sense of of, uh, of momentum and motion that I don't think the, the scene necessarily has. I mean, we know Kevin can't exactly shoot action to begin with. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, in this situation, it's more like just chaos. It's just legs, legs and arms. Yeah, 22-year-old Kevin definitely wasn't shooting action. <laughs> He's like uh, the opposite of George Lucas, where George Lucas thinks... Oh, it doesn't matter what they say. It's just what's happening. Right. And Kevin's the opposite of like, doesn't matter what's happening. It's just what they say. We say he doesn't shoot action, but um, I believe he's shooting Supergirl. Yeah, it's also 25 years later. He's He right. had learned some things. <laughs> he also says he doesn't do much there either. So he just gives out <laughs> food and tells everybody they're doing great. So. Well, he's like, yeah, they basically run the show. He's like, I just show up and say, hey, you know what else we could do here? We could do this. Yeah. He says if they all know what they're doing, already, I hand out donuts. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing just fine. Yeah, we'll get into uh Next week, we'll find out what... uh our lumberjack friend has to talk about with the the people on the roof. I'm sure he's not very happy about it being temporarily closed again for like another time today for the first of many times for uh, the quick stop and RST video has basically been closed for 85% of the day. <laughs> and apparently Scott Moser didn't get everything he needed the first couple times. He was <laughs> well, the back when he had a beard. Well, the last <laughs> time we saw Scott Moser <laughs> yeah, with his beard, maybe he bought yeah, razors the last time. Yeah. The last time we saw Scott, he was still in his, uh, his Willem outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing his, uh, <laughs> hanging out with his old buddy, Veronica. All right. I don't have anything less. You got anything, uh, any notes, Chris? No, not a lot of room. Sanford Walt. scores on Walt. Sanford scores on Walt. I don't think Isn't so. it Walt playing goalie oh, is he, up there? Is he, is he the other goalie? I think it's Walt playing wow. the other goalie, yeah. Oh, maybe. I think you he never is. see the other goalie except in far. The one that gets scored on that I see is Randall. Randall gets scored yeah, on. Yeah, Randall's, Randall's definitely in goal, yeah. Yeah. There's an, okay. I no, thought the other goalie uh, is. Walt was the other goalie. I don't know who. The hell's the other goalie wearing? Oh, the other goalie has the lightning jersey. Lightning on. jersey on, yeah. No, it's not Walt because we saw. Yeah, him he's got the lightning jersey. I, I thought that was crack again, Chris. <laughs> I think you had it. I think you had the drug deal with Jay. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have did that before. Yeah, <laughs> that's he? Walt. He's got that goalie mask on. There's no doubt that's Walt. All right, where are you looking? On. Where are you at? There's Randall. A very in the very beginning of the minute. They show. Oh God, now you got me watching this minute. There he goes. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, Randall is wearing the Russian jersey. Oh, is it? Okay. At about eight yeah, seconds, uh, it's like a quick a shot. shot of him. All right, I'm trying to look. It's, it's so Walt. quick, I can't tell. All right. Yeah, well, we're okay. just going to well, guess make you feel right better. It, you're lucky. I haven't been hitting you with hockey trivia the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I expected it, too. And I didn't look anything else. Well, I mean, I was going to ask you questions, but I was afraid I wouldn't know the answer to them either because we had the uh, we showed some of the other teams, and I was going to tell you to 
name one player who ever played for the Devils. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> See, at least the Flyers, you can name a couple guys just because you lived in Philly. And I know you're not going to be able to name a player that played for the Lightning. <laughs> I got to admit, I, there's only a handful well, of players I can name. Let's try this again. Can you name one celebrity fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning? Oh, come on. You should know this. <laughs> All right. Who would, live in, who would live in that area? Down in Florida, Tampa Bay area? They would definitely be in your wheelhouse. Who's a big Florida name for wrestling? Uh, Hulk Hogan? Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Tip Bay Lightning this year. <laughs> he, he, he was, it was him and Brian Nobbs, I believe, from uh, the uh, Nasty yeah, Boys. The Nasty Boys. <laughs> we're like, we're really? like celebrity Tampa Bay fans. Oh, God. Did they yeah, the like they had like, Hogan they on, they would have those? Hogan on the ice to like really? get the fans size for the game. Not so much anymore. Okay, okay. Uh, for obvious reasons, but uh, but uh, but back in the day, yeah, yeah, he's too busy bankrupting websites now. Yeah, yeah, and disappearing from all WWE well, merchandise. That's what happens when you uh, say certain phrases you shouldn't. <laughs> you drop some bombs yeah. that you shouldn't know. It just goes to show you, you can get away with having a sex tape, but you can't get away with some of the things you say. Indeed. All right, and on that horrific note, is that we have anything else? I just want since this is my last minute, I wanted to mention that I actually. Um, I actually went to the premiere, or one of the premieres, I should say. I don't think it was like the actual premiere, but the premiere of Clerks at the uh, uh, Middletown. I uh, actually, I know it was the Hazlitt Multiplex Cinema uh, in Hazlitt, New Jersey, right next to Red Bank, or right right down the street from Red Bank. And uh, and I, and when I was I, my friend Chad Valenzuela bought me there, uh, and uh, and at the time I had I had no. He knew somebody that was on in the in the flick or, or worked on it, but I had no idea about it at all before I saw it. So like, I walk into this movie theater and it's like Kevin and like Jeff Anderson and O'Halloran and all these guys. They're all like signing posters, and so my my buddy goes over and gets a signed Clerks poster uh, from all the the guys that are there for the premiere, and I'm just like, fuck it, man, I'm getting popcorn. And so I really feel I've always felt really horrible about that, <laughs> about like about not not realizing the reality of my surroundings and, and what was going on with this movie uh, and, and, and really liking it when I saw it uh, and and feeling that maybe, you know, I shouldn't have been a fat kid and gotten popcorn instead of going to get my poster signed <laughs> or just doing, or doing both. both. Right. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I, it was I guess I could have got it signed. Yeah, it was popcorn. really cool. And my, and my other favorite. Like if you growing up where I grew up in Madawan, like there, there, there's sort of this tangential uh, view of universe things that happens. You know, you, you meet people here and there. Um, my my other favorite thing ever was when I went to the Secret Stash in Red Bank. Uh, I struck up a conversation with with Jason Muse about uh, hardware. You know what Hardware Wars is? You ever hear of Hardware Wars? Is that where they? That's the one on. Oh god, what chat was it like? A no, 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 dude. Those? Wasn't that it was a things? parody of Star Wars that this guy made in the early '80s or late '70s, and you could maybe find it on YouTube now. I don't know where if you can find it on YouTube or not, but it was a parody of Star Wars that this guy made with his friends, where they swapped out all of. They did all the special effects with household appliances. So like, like the oh, like nice. the like the, the the Millennium Falcon is like an iron. Uh, and it's just like a goofy Mad Magazine esque parody of Star Wars, and I told Muse about it, and I think I, I wised them up to it. So that was my other my other big moment. And and uh, did he at any point ask you to watch the store so he? Could I was not Halloween? there long enough for that to occur, <laughs> uh, but uh, but but I'm I'm sure had I had I lingered, that would have been the case. 
<laughs> I can say that now, knowing that he's right, clean exactly. now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so on that note of uh, former drug dealers and where they're up to now, do you want to tell people where they can yeah, find the podcast? Yeah, the Buck Soup. It is, uh got as much hockey content as this minute and, uh, and also much more pop culture stuff as well. We talked to... Uh, many people on the podcast who are in and around the hockey world, but also people that just simply are hockey fans. Uh, we've had actors like John C. McGinley and, uh, and people like that on the show to talk about hockey. And we've had musicians and chefs, and comedians. We had a, a puck bunny on to tell us all about the life of a puck bunny trying to sleep with the players. It's a whole thing. It, so if you can find it on <laughs> iTunes or wherever, uh, uh, hockey, uh, uh, podcasts or, or any podcaster. And you can find us over on DuelingGenre.com, Jane Silent Bob Minute. Uh, don't forget to find our original uh, Movies by Minute we did, The Burbs Minute, where we covered The Burbs one minute at a time. That's a, nice. another classic. No hockey in that one either, though. No hockey. Not much of anything. They kind of just hang out yeah, on one street all the time. Uh, go over to MoviesByMinutes.com to check out all the movies over there. Uh, make sure you start with the, uh, the original, the one that started it all, the Star Wars Minute with Pete and Alex. I'm um, checking with those poor bastards that are trying to get through the. Yeah, right I was, now. I was, I, I've done but, their show a few times, and each time, inexplicably, I, I've been on for a major death. I, I was on. I have. Yeah, I, I was on. I was on for the, the Ewok for the getting death. killed in Jedi. I was on for Qui Gon getting killed in uh, Menace, and in Clones, I was there. Oh, I, I think I was there for one of the monsters getting killed in the uh, arena scene. Oh, well, you got at least yeah. the arena. Oh, scene. yeah. With, with, I was, <laughs> and specifically the minute where, where Padme's uh, uh, shirt gets ripped in half. Ooh, ah. Uh. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so for Revenge of the Sith, are you going to be on for the minute where uh, all of our hopes died? <laughs> God willing. God willing. Yeah, and if anybody out there has a minute podcast and they're listening to this uh, show and they want me to hop on the minute podcast and talk about any movie you'd like, uh, it would be my pleasure uh, just find me on Twitter at Wyshynski and hook me up. All right. So I don't even remember. I can't even remember if we plugged our stuff or not. DuelingGenre.com. Go over there. Find us. That's where we are. All right. So we're going to wrap up our stuff. We're going to put it all in our hockey bags. <laughs> and we're going to get out of here because we're not even supposed to be here today. Every day.